Have you ever done that to a woman? You like grabbed grab her, her face? face? No. I've done that to my kids. Oh, yeah. But I've never grabbed... I'll, I'll grab a kid's face. <laughs> I'll fucking squeeze it. Yeah. You know that move where you squeeze the cheeks. Um, but I will not do that to my wife. You crazy? No. She'll kill me. Welcome to a brand new episode of Save for the Show with Dan and Eddie. This is episode 232 of your favorite comedy podcast where every week Eddie and I sit down, we make each other laugh, we make you laugh. Eddie, hello. Hello there, sir. How are you doing? I'm good. And yourself? I'm great. We're here. We're doing a show. Yes. I feel good to be alive. The sun is shining. Yeah. You know, there's nothing. Really nice weather. The the weather is great right now. (laughs) Yeah. And I hate to talk about the weather, but when it's been shitty and rainy and when that sunny day creeps in, Mm -hmm. I mean, here we have four real seasons. So once it gets sunny, it kind of stays that way. Yeah. It's not that fun or exotic or exciting. Yeah. But I mean, like what other places aside from like tropical places? Well, I mean, they don't have traditional seasons, right? Yeah. They don't get like snow at all. Or like, let's say like Portland or Seattle, okay. where it can rain, rain, yeah. rain. And then it's, or like in New York City right now, it's a nightmare. Mm-hmm. But once spring hits, it almost feels so good. Like it feels so good that it makes it all worthwhile. Oh yeah, definitely. Here, when the seasons change, it's just like, oh cool. Yeah, it's pretty mild. And then, you know, it could be cold again next week. So there's something to be said for living in a place like that. Really living. That's raw nerve living. <laughs> Yeah, but maybe that's why, like, Northern California or just California people in general are seen to be more laid back. And you know so. what I mean? Because we got way more time on our hands. Yeah, we don't have to deal with, like, the extremes. Right. It's just kind of mellow in the middle. Everyone should live here. Yeah. It's a fantastic time. Well, like, more people live in California than live in all of Canada. Did you know that? What? There's like 36 million people in California, and there's mm-hmm. like 33 million in Canada. That is incredible. Yeah. Pretty crazy. That is incredible. California. <laughs> this is like a tourism ad <laughs> for California. Um, but no, the weather's great. People are feeling good. I got asked out on a date <laughs> the other night. Very nice. Would you believe it? Is it because of your good looks and charms? No, it's because dude bro date. Okay. Okay. It was like Friday night at like 830, which for a guy's our age, you're not pulling me out of that crib <laughs> at 830. So they called you at 8.30? Yeah. Okay. They texted me. It wasn't like a text you in the morning, hey, you want to go out at 8.30 tonight? It was No. Okay. It just like out of nowhere, I'm in my jam jams. <laughs> you know, I didn't have my retainer in, but I was already <laughs> like, I'd put my kids to sleep. I was maybe going to try to woo my wife. I can't believe you still put your retainer in, man. I'm hardcore. Like, that's crazy. I'm hardcore retainer till the day I die. <laughs> it might be my strongest, most reliable. I mean, I've been wearing a retainer for about as long as I've been, longer than I've been driving a car. <laughs> like that's 20 odd years. Oh my God, man. Hardcore retainering. That's crazy. I mean, but look, it says a lot about me. <laughs> you know, you want to find out if somebody's worth on a job interview. You say, hey, do you have braces? They say, yeah, yeah, yeah. My parents paid a lot of money. And you say, you still wear your retainer? Mm-hmm. And they say no. And you say, get the fuck <laughs> out of my office. I have a permanent bottom retainer. So oh, okay. I don't have to worry about that. And they didn't give me a top retainer. So mm-hmm. your top teeth look good. Yeah. Thank you. Real good. But so, so have you ever had to get a new retainer or? Yes. Like, okay. So you haven't had the same one. I've had only had two. Wow. So that's the other thing about this retainer. Like, is this some filthy, disgusting thing? Like, why have I been putting the same piece of plastic and metal in my mouth yeah. for 10 years? I mean, maybe it's like leaching cancer into my body. <laughs> like, you know what? I think about how far retainer technology has probably come. Yeah. My wife is, was thinking about doing some mail order thing for braces. Oh, yeah. I've heard about that. I mean, they're, they're completely cutting orthodontists out of the equation yeah, that's now. That's crazy. You know, people want to get pissed about cold jobs. <laughs> Dude, the the optometry industry oh, just yeah. got one upped. Yeah, you, you're and and this like the uh, dental industry too. Yeah, you don't even have to go see a dentist anymore. That's to crazy, get braces. <laughs> so yes, maybe I should up my game. This ten year old piece of garbage I've been putting in my mouth, I could be slowly killing myself. Yeah, you never know, man. Get that checked out. 
I'm actually kind of scared. I want to like press pause and, and take Does care of it. Does it have BPA in the plastic? <sighs> Seriously, it probably has something like that. Yeah. So anyways, I didn't have my retainer in it. <laughs> I didn't. But I was, you know, moseying down, getting ready for bed. And they're like, hey. No, and this is the text I got. Do you like cigars? <laughs> Which isn't even like a real text. No. Like get to the point. I would think someone's like, it was an accidental text or, mm -hmm. you know, they meant to text someone else or something like that. Right. Because that's such a random thing. Right. At 8.30 on a Friday, do you like cigars? <laughs> so anyways, I get the text. Mm -hmm. And I immediately think to myself, this is going to be great for the show. <laughs> no, I really didn't. I, I don't live my life through that lens. <laughs> that's I, good. I feel like, well, <laughs> I think it's hard anytime you're a person that's active on social media is when your brain is thinking in will this be cool on the internet, mm -hmm. it makes you, it's not necessarily a bad thing because it probably makes you do things that you normally wouldn't do. Like, I'm gonna try a little harder to get that picture. Or, yeah. wow, look at that sign. Like, I'm gonna really take a picture of this sign. And some people might say, you idiot, who cares about that stupid sign? Mm -hmm. Or, I don't give a shit about that thing. But a lot of people do. Yeah. And I think it's fun. <laughs> And it's a fantastic uh, record yes. of your life, right? <laughs> Anyways, I don't even know how I got that. What was I talking about? I don't even... Twitter or something? Social media. I fell down a hole, Eddie. <laughs> so anyways, I, I get this. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I just remembered. <laughs> to thinking about, it, will this be funny on the internet? Yeah, okay. But I think anybody who just wants to uh, repeat their life whether it's through photography or written, you're always kind of thinking about, will this be good for X? Yeah. My point is I don't do things to do that. Okay. Like I'm going to go out getting cigars at 8.30 <laughs> because it'll be good for the show. Yeah. But it turned out it pretty was. Nice. So, <laughs> so I text him back and I'm like, yes, I do like cigars. And he's like, all right, well, we're going to go to this cigar bar here in town. Okay. And I've never been to a cigar bar. Have yeah. you? No. I'm what not, is a cigar bar? Yeah, I feel like older gentlemen visit cigar bars. Right, and I've never seen a, like a cigar bar in San Francisco yeah. or New York. I'm sure they exist, mm -hmm. but like in like the, the main haunts that I might go to, I almost would think that would be something somebody would search out, like, oh, let's go to this cool cigar bar. Yeah. But I haven't seen that many of them. There's one here. Okay. Is it <laughs> close? It's super close. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, it's super close, and... Excuse me. So I went to it and immediately I walked in and just like any bar, it probably could be a cool bar or not. Mm -hmm. And this one was not cool because <laughs> it was just in like the location. It's in a strip mall. Yeah. The building's not that old. Like, I feel like you want a cigar bar to be have some history. Is it an actual bar? You can get a beer there, too. OK. Yeah. You can get a beer and there's this huge walk in humidor. Okay. Which is, you know, the thing that keeps the cigars. Yeah. And you walk in there and you just pick a cigar. And I guess you could probably pull in like the, what do you call the cigar wizard? Like uh, <laughs> the Toastmaster or something. Like what's the guy that like is in charge? Like, you know, it's like a, what's it for wine? A sommelier? Yeah. So what is it for cigars? Uh, Cigarnosaur. <laughs> that sounds like a dinosaur. Um, so no, I don't know who that guy is. I guess you can call him in and help you pick one out. I didn't do any of that. No. I walked in, the guys I was with gave me some suggestions, and it was a lot of fun, though. So, like, do they tell you how much these cigars are, or are you just picking them out all willy-nilly? No, they have price tags on them. Okay. Yeah, so you don't, you know, puff on accident some $800 <laughs> cigar. Those are probably, like, behind a locked box. Yeah. I'll take the uh, strawberry swisher, please. <laughs> right. And they're like, oh, um, that'll be 50 cents. <laughs> I didn't see anything like that. They do have flavored cigars. Okay. And you go in there, and it's, like, super loud because the air conditioning is on. Reverse air conditioning. Yeah. Like the whole place, you're like, the life is being sucked out of you <laughs> because it's sucking out the smoke. Yeah. Like hardcore. And it's, it just feels arid and kind of odd because like the air is just weird. Yeah. And you sit down and the lights are pretty kind of bright. I'm just, I'm saying like this place, it probably wasn't the coolest one mm -hmm. ever. Um, but it was still super fun because who doesn't like to smoke a cigar and drink a beer? Yeah. And I got there and the guys there though, everybody was like, in their late 40s. Mm -hmm. Like, there was no pussy there. <laughs> like, don't you even dare. And the bartenderess, 
you know, they had a gal, <laughs> okay. but she was older. Yeah. And I feel like a young girl working in a cigar bar could make a killing. Oh, yeah. She would make every man there fall in love with her because you're sitting smoking a cigar. You're there for like an hour. Yeah. And she's just buzzing around. But it, it didn't have that like stinky city vibe that I feel like you'd want from it. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it would be the type of place that it would fit in in a suburb. Mm-mm. Well, I mean, I guess. I guess there's a lot of old dudes smoking cigars. Yeah, but it's like next to a waffle barn yeah. <laughs> and a yoga studio. Yeah. And across the street is a Starbucks. Like, it just it just didn't have that same feeling. Yeah, and I know so, what you're saying. And it's not like you walk through the door and you're swept away. Like, you know, sometimes you walk into, like, a Thai restaurant and they try really hard. Yeah. When it's like, guys, this is just a big square. <laughs> and you put some benches up and, you know, here we are. Yeah. This building is, like, three years old. This is not like a restaurant that's been in like Chinatown for 80 years. Yeah. And you can just feel the food in the air. <laughs> it wasn't like that, but it was still a good time. Nice. Yeah, it was still a good time. And I I, I didn't overdrink. Okay. Know? I didn't overdo it, but it had just enough. Mm-hmm. And I said, guys, I got to get back to my house because I need to pick up my son from a sleepover tonight. He's not going to spend the night because we've got baseball really early. So I need to pick him up at like 1030, mm-hmm. which is another huge pain in the ass. Yeah. Who wants to pick their kid up that late? <laughs> Once again, no retainer on in my jammies. <laughs> like I knew I had to get out and do something and get back home. Yeah. That's annoying. Yes, definitely. So, but then I found out he was going to spend the night and I needed to just bring him a bag. And so I said, cool, I'll have another beer. So I had two beers. So I wasn't off my rocker mm-hmm. or anything. So either way, I knew I could stay out a little bit later. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys I was with was driving. And, you know, actually, pause. Super shout out to them. Okay. This guy's name is Derek. Mm-hmm. And the other guy's name is Josh. And I know Derek definitely listens to the show. So oh, nice. What's up, my man? Shout out, man. And which is kind of funny because, you know, he met me in real life once mm-hmm. and friended me on Facebook. And I think he found the podcast that way. So he now knows me way better because of the show yeah and him and i have only hung out in real life like twice (laughs) yeah which we're like on our first date but in his you know (laughs) mind we're like on our third yeah and i'm not saying that like as a knock like at all i just mean what an interesting thing yeah that's that's a pretty crazy dynamic well even if i had like well even if he'd been following me let's say on instagram Mm -hmm. and like knew like i meet people like that all the time where i feel like fuck, I totally know you Yeah. because of the way you act on Twitter, because of your Snapchat story. I feel like, I feel like you're my friend, man. <laughs> and that's what we got to tell our girls. <laughs> our, we got to tell our Ecamm girls, honey, listen, look at me, look at me. And then I like, I grab their face, you know, like you like, you know, have you ever done that to a woman? You like grab grabbed her face. face? No. I've done that to my kids. Oh yeah. But I've never, I'll, I'll grab a kid's face, I'll fucking squeeze it. Yeah. You know that move where you squeeze the cheeks, um, but I will not do that to my wife, you crazy? No. She'd kill me. Yeah, I feel like that's almost in the realm of, like, abuse. Like, that's, you know what I mean? It is. Like, when you're doing it aggressively, like, if you did it cute, like, oh, I'm just going to kiss you. Right. But if you just grab her, like, look, look at me, woman. Right. Yeah, that's a little. <laughs> that's what we got to do to our, uh, our our cam girls, though. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you got to keep them in check, man. You know, we shouldn't be talking about this on International Women's Day. <laughs> How fucking misogynistic. That's, I'm sorry, ladies. Of you, Eddie. I apologize. All right. Wheel it back. <laughs> Wheel it back. Social media. Fall in love. I've got friends that I've met. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I know them and I haven't, I feel like everybody, this is a shared experience yeah. at this point. So anyhow, but it, never with a podcast. Mm-hmm. And I think that might be the other interesting part is, you know, we really do put a, a version of ourselves out there and, you know, it's, it can be raw as we said. <laughs> so either way, I, yeah, Derek, um, super appreciate you listening and thanks for pulling me out of the, the womb. Yes. So he's driving. Okay. And we're, I, I've, I've only been to this kid's house like once or twice. It's in a gated community mm-hmm. and I need to run by a sleeping bag and some of my son's shit because he is going to spend the night. Mm-hmm. And we get, so I have a, a bag, a, a pillowcase stuffed with stuff. Okay. So that's what I'm carrying. And I'm trying to give him directions. I've had, you know, two beers and I don't feel like a cigar, like, you know, gets you a, a buzz. Mm-hmm. Like when I chew tobacco, when I go camping, oh, yeah. You feel like a body buzz. Yeah. You almost feel like electric. It feels great. 
Like it feels totally different from any other high. It's almost like super caffeinated. You just feel like a tingle. Well, do you think that's how people feel when they do Coke or probably uh, or a uh, crack? Probably super good on yeah. crack. <laughs> Motherfucker, people love crack. <laughs> they will let crack ruin. Crack is so good. Yes. They will ruin their life <laughs> over it. Yeah. What else in your life? Man, you think you play a lot of video games? It's not ruining your life. Yeah, you're not sucking dick for video games. <laughs> no, not at all. There is nothing in your life that you want more than crack when yeah. it's in your life. It's got to be amazing. <laughs> so I would say chewing tobacco not that great. I'm not going to ruin my life. I'm not going to throw it all away. My wife grabs my face and she's like, you're throwing your life away with this chewing tobacco. No, but it does feel good. Yeah. But it does feel good. And, but I, the cigar, I don't feel like gave me that same high. Okay. Even though it's also tobacco, mm -hmm. I guess. Anyways, Eddie, you're all over the fucking place tonight. Um, I, I, I was a little out of sorts. Yeah. So it's dark. I didn't drive and I drive everywhere. Mm-hmm. I feel like when I get driven around, unless I'm in a Lyft or an Uber, it's different. It, but when like you're in your own neighborhood and someone's driving you around at night, needless to say, <laughs> I get out of the car. It's 1130. Okay. Okay. I fucking, I probably reek. You know, that's the other thing in this cigar bar. It's not like I smoked a cigar on my back porch. Yeah. And maybe you smell for like 20 minutes <laughs> and your breath probably smells until the next day. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't care what you do what you do you just breathed fire dog <laughs> that shit is baked into your mouth oh yeah and baked into your throat you can't just pop an altoid <laughs> and go home and your wife's like hey did you smoke a cigar and you say no she'd say okay give me a kiss and then boom she would know immediately i don't know man altoids are curiously strong so you never no. know <laughs> doesn't matter your hands smell oh yeah like i know people would be like i went to a strip club and you can like rub some coffee beans on your hands and because think about it that way too like ladies and that smell will rub off on you too yeah it's a funk so anyhow i'm sure i stunk and because that's the thing and you go out back you smoke a cigar maybe your clothes smell for five minutes when you're at a cigar bar dog i had to wash my clothes oh yeah three times you should just throw them away man burn them with a cigar <laughs> just make a huge clothing cigar pile yes but really like i washed my clothes and it was just in there Oh, yeah. So I'm sure I smelled. I'm walking down the street with a sack <laughs> at 11:30, and there's a car with other men in it waiting for me, idling. <laughs> and this is 100 percent true. I walk up to the wrong fucking house. Oh my god! All the lights are on in the house, and I thought, okay, cool. This must be the right house because it's a slumber party. Mm -hmm. Kids are up late. And I knock on the door. No one answered. And then I thought to myself, you know, this doesn't look right. This, and sure enough, I had the wrong address. And you asshole, you could have been shot. I, I, I'm gonna be shot. <laughs> like I say about next door, yeah, they're like there yeah, was, was a black say. person. If I, dude, imagine that there was a Jewish guy. <laughs> there was a Jewish guy <laughs> looking He's for gold. <laughs> for, looking for gold or trying to sell us insurance <laughs> or something. But no, but you're totally right. Yes, if a black dude was standing on a porch and two other black guys were in a car, <laughs> yes, and he had a sack, yeah, at 11:30, I mean, you're right. They could have opened fire, yeah, on me, and then they'd been like self-defense. They they looked like they reached for something. Yeah, exactly. You You'd know? be a, a neighborhood hero. Mm -hmm. Are those the same guys who've been ringing the goddamn doorbell <laughs> right. all this time? And meanwhile, it's like a cool dad who's there to drop a bag off at his son's <laughs> friend. Like, man, that would be a nationwide story. How nice of you to call yourself cool. I know. <laughs> Modest. A super handsome, oh. gigantic dick. Type. Have you seen the dick on that, Dad? <laughs> no. So, um, <laughs> I, yeah, it, it turned out okay. You know what that's also like? Like, I saw yesterday, this is how the internet works. <laughs> the internet will chew you up and spit you out. And I'll tell you what, I hate Trump. Mm -hmm. I think he's an absolute piece of garbage. But the one thing I will say is that motherfucker can weather a storm. <laughs> Like he's his he's been finished over and over yeah. and over. Nobody can walk away from that. This guy, <laughs> scandal after scandal after thing, and nothing is bringing him down. Yeah. Like I, some part of me is fascinated by that and blown away <laughs> by his tenacity. Like everyone says he's such a loser and that he's insane and maybe he's has dementia. I don't know. Like he's operating <laughs> at a level that if you were on that shit, mm -hmm. I would have cracked. Yeah, but Cracked. it's it's crazy because yeah, he like weathers it, but he also like complains and bitches about it too. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's just 
I don't understand how his mind works. Maybe that's it's his a, appeal. Because that's how we would act. Yeah. Like if if you were in this situation, at first you'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Like I can do this. I'm going to be okay. And at some point you crack and you snap and you're on Twitter just going nuts. And then you calm down again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. It's a roller coaster. Yeah, definitely. People like roller coasters. <laughs> and, and maybe that's why that piece of crap is in there. Anyways, <laughs> this is how fast the internet will chew you up and spit you out. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I saw a viral video of a young whippersnapper who got pulled over by the police. And to prove that he hadn't been drinking, because I don't know, again, if you drink a lot and you tell a cop you're not, you just smell. Yeah. Like it's something, you know, it's like sometimes when you're around somebody and they're just literally glowing alcohol. Yeah. Like you can smell it, you can feel it. And you're going to try to tell a cop like, I have only had to, I mean, come on, buddy. Yeah. So for whatever reason though, they pulled this kid over and him just saying to them, I haven't been drinking wasn't good enough Mm -hmm. because I think they have to have at least some sort of reason to pull you out of your car. Yeah. Like you don't necessarily have to get out of your car. There are laws. Like we should probably know this. Go to knowyourrights.com. Yeah, if if a cop tells me to get out of the car, I'm gonna get out of the car because I'm brown and I'll get shot <laughs> resisting I, arrest. Seriously. <laughs> and I feel like I would too, just because in my mind I'm like, oh my god, I gotta do what the officer says. <laughs> but there are pl- videos and I've seen people where you don't even have to roll your window down. Yeah. You can just crack that shit. And the cop's probably like, Oh fuck. Yeah. One of these guys. And you crack it and you say, you know, you're just like, you're acting like I'm so much smarter than you. <laughs> and you're probably been driving around dreaming of this scenario. Oh, yeah. And you're like, filming it. <laughs> I'm going to tell this fucking cop off. Yeah. Like you're looking for it almost, rehearsed for it. And then you're I'm going to film it like, okay, I'm setting up my camera. Here it comes. And you just, you just barely put it down. But I think you legally can do that shit. Oh, yeah. Anyways, anyhow, um, <laughs> this boy... They pull him out of his car, and in order to prove to the cops that he's not drunk, he juggles yeah. bowling pins yeah. rather well, and it's a dash cam thing. And the way the story started, the headline was, look how funny this is. Mm-hmm. Look how funny this is. This man, this great young college student, and then the headline was even like that, like, college kid wows cops and <laughs> whatever. And everybody was digging it. Mm-hmm. And then come the next day, people were saying, using it as a way to say white privilege. And the whole thing was <laughs> flipped. And they're like, this is ridiculous. If he was black and if he was or Mexican or blah, blah, blah. And then everyone's mad at it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what, what else in your life can you be furious at and then love? <laughs> like, it's just such a, a roller coaster. Yeah. And what am I supposed to do? Like, yesterday I saw it and I thought, like, huh, I guess that's my white privilege. Is I just saw it, I was just like, oh, look at that idiot. Like, <laughs> that's not funny, that's not whatever. And the next day when people were getting mad about that, I was like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah, okay, well, yeah, I see your point. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, yeah, it's, it's hard It's hard to say. Mm-hmm. Well, you better have a real strong opinion about it right now. No, that's true. <laughs> My opinion is if it was somebody who was Hispanic or black and they were reaching for something. <laughs> right, no. It wouldn't. it wouldn't have gotten that far. <laughs> no, not at all. Anyways, look. Yes. I, I dropped the bag off. I got to the right place. We were okay. How far away was the wrong house from the, the like right one? Like three doors down. Oh, like the band. Also, okay. the name I was going to say my favorite band, <laughs> Superman. Yes. Have you seen my three door down tattoo? <laughs> I have not. You haven't shown that to me yet. You know, I have like a multiple ones, and they're all just different ways of saying three doors down. <laughs> like I've got like this cool three doors one, That's and pretty, then like yeah, the that down one's arrow. Cool. That one's kind of on the nose. <laughs> But then there's like a 3D D tattoo too. <laughs> I got, I did. Don't get me started. Yeah, I was like, is that like really big boobs? Like a 3D double D's? Right. No. Nope. But no, three nope. doors down. That's good to know. Mm, I got a lot of them. I'll start a new podcast about my three, my three doors down <laughs> tattoos. Um, so no, we're like three doors down. I guess. Okay. Yeah. So the one thing though, one of the guys there was telling me that he's kind of to me chanting fate. A little bit. You get these calls all the time where they say, congratulations, you've been selected to go to Mexico Mm -hmm. for a one-week trip and just call this number. And you call it and they literally say, hey, here's a real resort, you're going, but you've got to listen to a presentation about a timeshare. And that's what they do. They get you down there and they make you sit in front of this thing and it's kind of a scam. Mm -hmm. 
I feel like they have these houses and you get to use it, but somebody owns it and someone's probably making a killing. Yeah. Like if you have a house that's used as a timeshare and you're the owner, like you're probably the one making out the best. Well, right? don't you all is that or do you it? all own it? I don't really understand how yeah, it works. Yeah, I don't know. And what are you supposed to do? How are you supposed to own a house with 10 people? <laughs> so anyways, you go down there, you have to sit through the thing. And if you don't sit through the thing, like you'll get in trouble or maybe they'll make you pay. I don't know what it is. But when you go to Mexico, he was saying what they do is they drive you to a different resort. And if you don't sign up, they'll leave your ass there. It's, what? Yeah. And then you're like on your own to get back to your nice regular hotel. Because it's under the guise of like, um, you're here now, and this is what happens if you don't pay for the timeshare. You have to stay at this shitty place, and this is in Mexico or something. Yeah. So you're not familiar with the area. That's crazy. Yeah. And so, and he's just like, you know, what? I'm just gonna do it. Um, I'm not gonna do the timeshare, and I'll just take a cab or something back. And I'm like, I, you know, I'm just thinking in my head here, <laughs> like you're there with your wife. What if you're like downtown some place and now you're like trying to find a cab? Yeah. Like you mean you're you're you mean you think you're the first guy who's gonna try to get out of this? Like they may be waiting for the people that walk out to get them mixed up in some other <laughs> horse yeah. shit. That's crazy. I don't know. Yeah. And it's all and that's the thing too. It's goofy white American people who are there mm -hmm. doing it to other Americans. It's not like these are Mexican people. Yeah. These are like yahoos who go down and you know treat mexico like a toilet and i mean seriously like i remember going to tijuana when i was in college man college guys in san diego just go to tijuana and just treat that place like it's garbage oh yeah and it's so ridiculous <laughs> and so many people i had so many friends they go down there they get so fucked up like dangerously fucked up uh, yeah and then they get in fights with the cops i mean it's just like because then you just run or they'd be like, oh, man, yeah, uh, I gave the cop, like, 100 bucks. Yeah. And uh, and then I got away. Or, like, you know, the cops stole all my money. Like, imagine if that's how our justice system was. <laughs> Yowza. I wonder how many cops are, like, offered money. Mm -hmm. And they're like, no, I don't want your fucking money, man. Like, get away from me. And then I'm straight like, and narrow. Yeah, and, like, and the drunk college kid is like, that motherfucking cop wanted a bribe. Right. Like, no, dude, I, I wasn't trying to do anything. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, it's, it's, yeah, so people, you get jammed up. Yes. And you don't want to get jammed up in there, but he's going to go for it. That's, I mean, he's a brave soul. Yeah, what I think he's going to do, and see, this is the other, I mean, this is what everyone does. Yeah, you know, sir, you're pitching something to me. You've gave me your sales pitch. This is great. I need to go talk to my wife about <laughs> it. And I love, like, you think you're, you're cute or smart or, like, you're the first person to say, you know, I, I really, uh, I got to discuss this with my wife. Like, yeah. you know, we make decisions together and I, I just, I really wouldn't feel comfortable making this decision without her. And the guy's like, okay. <laughs> but they know, salespeople know when you say that, that's when they dig in. Yeah. That's when you grab right at that moment when they're walking away because that's when they're most vulnerable <laughs> because they feel bad because they're backpedaling. Mm -hmm. Like they've let their guard down. Like when you're just standing there listening to someone, you're just like, okay, okay, yep, yep, yep. But then when you put yourself out there and let them down, that's when you come in for the kill <laughs> and you grab them back. I should be working at one of these times. I was just going to say, why don't Places. you go down there, man? I mean, I might just leave my entire family behind. <laughs> you can bring them along. They can, uh, Nicole can. No, 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 no. New life. <laughs> Starting over. Reset. <laughs> I'm going down there as a 36-year-old timeshare salesman. <laughs> and then I fall in love with a local. Okay. Okay. That's the story. <laughs> there we go. I, I get in a fight with my wife, and on a whim, <laughs> just a whim. I mean, we're, we're still together. I, mean, I still love my kids. They're great. I see them on the weekends. Um, on a whim, I leave. I go down to Mexico. Okay. And I become a timeshare salesman, probably played by Vince Vaughn. Right? <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> that's ex I think exactly this character. I wrote the character for him. <laughs> but no, that's who it is. He falls in love with local youngster Salma Hayek. Yoko, local youngster? <laughs> so, she's, Hayek? Sam Hayek plays like a 22-year-old. What? It's the greatest role of her career. That's not, no, I'm sorry. All right, fine, whatever. That's, <laughs> we're all over the place. And does she become your first webcam girl? Yes. <laughs> she started. You start your Mexican webcam empire? People want authentic. They want to know it's from Mexico. Yeah. 
All right, all right. Where the hell are we? in Mexico. See, see. I have a goat. Okay. I have a goat. Yeah. The other day, I was at a baseball practice for my kid, and I've never in my own life I call my wife Nicole, mm-hmm. and if I say to my kids, "Hey, your mom," you know, I don't say "mom." Like I don't call my wife "mom." Mm-hmm. And maybe some people do that. Like maybe these are also people who refer to their parents as just dad. Like, <laughs> hey, I saw dad over the weekend. Yeah. Like, you saw my dad? <laughs> I mean, you said dad. <laughs> yeah. So you're talking about my dad? Yeah. And these are the same people, too, that, that probably do that. Mm-hmm. Um, they call, yeah, they call their husband dad. I don't know, or papa. So I'm at the <laughs> baseball field, and the coach is doing something. And all of a sudden, he yells off the field, mommy. <laughs> mommy i mean not mom yeah i mean these are like eight nine year old kids and he's yelling out mommy and then some woman's like yes and he's yelling to his wife he's not calling her michelle yeah he's not saying hey babe but he's yelling out the name and okay so his kids eight or nine and calls her mommy i mean no judgment (laughs) i kind of feel like you drop the my okay like if i called my mom mommy Mommy, and I'm you know I'm 36. Yeah. No. Or if you call if you if you call your dad daddy, like you know Ivanka probably calls Trump daddy, <laughs> and he loves it. Well, I feel like calling like a, a daughter calling their dad daddy mm-hmm. up until yeah uh, 13 maybe right is fine. Yes. But a, a kid calling his mom mommy up until he's 13, I think is. Is not fine. Is that like that's a double standard? I guess it is, but it's just not. Yeah. Because especially when like from the movies and books, when like a girl who's thirteen, she's like, "I love you, daddy," and she like throws her arms Mm -hmm. around her dad. Yes, that yes, that's fine. (laughs) Mommy, no. Yeah. No, you don't want to. So anyhow, his mom's called mommy, and he called her that. That's ridiculous. Yelled it out, (laughs) and it just I guess the goat is people that do that. But boy, was it funny. Yeah. I mean, I call my wife mommy if I'm talking to my kids, if they're like, who has it? Go like, talk to mommy. Yeah, go talk to mommy. But right. I'm, I'm not in the supermarket like, hey, mommy, do we need more bread? Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's fucking weird, bro. Yes. <laughs> and not like mommy. Like, you kind of like slipped in a little accent there. Not like that kind of mommy. Yeah. Hey, like mommy. Mom. No, not an M-A-M-I. Yeah, okay. An M-O-M-M-Y. Dale. Yes. <laughs> Spitball on the show tonight, folks. So, yeah, it just really annoying. Gets my goat. Yeah. Something that doesn't get my goat is in the month of March, there's this thing going on. Man, podcasters love a promotion. <laughs> and so this month is the, like, national tell a friend about podcasts. Month. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I heard that. And they've, they've dubbed this thing Tripod. T-R-Y-P-O-D. <laughs> you know, a little too clever for its own good. Yeah. If you ask me. And when I see the word tripod on the internet, I think of the, a man. You know, some people, that's like a joke, like yep. a man's a tripod with a big old dick. So that's where my mind goes. And Mine too. <laughs> so anyhow, this is the month where you should tell your friends about Save for the Show. Yeah. I don't know, go on the internet, use hashtag tripod if you want, and tell people to go to the show. Or in passing, you yeah. can tell people if you don't have social media. Just do it. Yeah, and uh, Dead Inside Show. Yeah. Your other podcast mm-hmm. with Mr. Dylan Chuck. Check that out. Hashtag tripod with a Y. Thank <laughs> you for doing the audible hash, uh, yeah. hashtag. That's the other thing, tripod. That's a bad hashtag because you can't say it out loud. Exactly. Tripod with a Y. <laughs> I mean. So is it that whole phrase is the hashtag? No, tripod. no, just tripod, not tripod with a Y. <laughs> that would be bad if someone did think that'd be clever and the hashtag was Tripod, tripod with, with a Y. y. <laughs> Some dumbass copywriter. <laughs> I'll write that one down. So do it. Yes. Tripod. Uh, do it. Um, some We are on the internet. Uh, I'm especially active on Twitter. And uh, listener Shakita mm-hmm. tweeted at me and said, hey, you need to talk about this thing called Icon. And it's a smart condom. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. Well, first of all, it's not a condom because immediately my mind goes to wrapping like a dope ass, you know, super cool computer chip thing on my dick. Okay. Like that for a guy is like your sword, your weapon. And you get to put something, you know, a condom is whatever. 
It's a piece of rubber. It smells. Yeah. It's weird. It's dumb. But man, if it was smart and it was, you know, had some fucking brain waves coming off of it and computer chips, <laughs> that'd be dope. And then I thought to myself, wait a second. And then you come in it mm-hmm. and throw it out. Like, that'd be like, like a one hit computer. Like, are we there now where you like have electronics that are disposable? Yeah. And you just like, what, throw that in the trash? <laughs> You're going to flush a mini computer? Like, imagine the damage that would do. Yeah. You know, in the in the water supply now, there's like mercuries and weird stuff and, you know, 20-year-old <laughs> retainers and BPA and just, it's disgusting. <laughs> but it's not, that's not what it is. No. <laughs> it's something you wear at the base of your dick. Mm-hmm. So it's like a Fitbit for your dick. So like a cock ring? Yeah. Okay. But there was no picture of it. It's kind of like what I would refer to as vaporware. Okay. Right now, somebody made a clever logo. They made a fun video, mm-hmm. uh, but there's no product pictures. Gotcha. I think it's one of these. Maybe it's like kickstarted or something, but it has, you know, I love analytics, dog. <laughs> I love those metrics. Uh, I love statistics. That's what it does is it'll say like you pumped 40 times last time you had sex <laughs> and your pump velocity. It'll tell you how fast <laughs> you're fucking like slow fucking fast fucking. I mean, it'll, it'll measure the girth of your dick. So you can be like, yo, girl, what? last week you were like 30 pumps. My velocity, girl, I hit the perfect velocity. It's two, two miles per hour or <laughs> one mile. I don't know what it's measured in. And my girth was huge. Like you could almost see a graph or a chart and you could say, all right, did you have an orgasm that time? Okay. I was actually pumping really slow. <laughs> Look at that. Let's so this time let's have sex. I'm going to try to recreate that. Like I just feel like you could break that down and get crazy. Yeah, but does it do it in real time? Because I would like mm. to see a speedometer on my phone that right. I watch while I'm pumping, or just like a big screen, <laughs> like you know, like in Minority Report yeah. or like yes. the Starship Enterprise. You've got all your data on the wall, just surrounding you. Yeah. And right now it's telling you, like, yeah, I'm hitting it, girl. So and 75 bucks, okay. which is you know, not too bad. No. I mean, I feel like 49 bucks would have been my price point on that. Yeah. If I was them. I feel like to get more for it. Because the device itself probably costs like five or, you know, six. But like, how often do you got to be fucking to get, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Well, that's the other sad thing. You would know exactly how many times. And what, do you just wear this all day? Yeah. Or do you say to a girl like, hold on, let me put my dick Fitbit on. <laughs> She'd say, okay, we're not having sex. You're going to record this shit? Yeah. Is there like a microphone on that thing too? Like you'd freak a girl out. Oh, yeah. So you wouldn't be able to do it to have casual sex. I mean, I guess you could. But if it was like, let's say, a partner of yours, you like slip it on as a dude. Yeah, and you always have to like have it ready. Yeah. Charged. <laughs> right. If it's not charged. Yeah. And do you really know, want man. electronics around your dick? Just strapped on your dick. You know, I just don't know if I'm I'm ready for that. Unless it's like a Westworld, <laughs> oh, you know, like yeah. that type of thing. But no, I I don't want yes a potential time bomb because that's in my dick. In Ready Player One, it's a book and a movie's coming out. Mm. It'll be a hit because it's it's a great book and it's all it's everything. I bet you when Stranger Things came out, Ready Player One was pissed. Because Stranger Things has this like nostalgia vibe that it just grabbed. I mean, that's part of what made it so fun, too. Yeah, definitely. Is it just feels like a movie from the 80s. And Ready Player One is all about like 80s trivia, but it's set in the future. So it's, it's, it's crazy. It's a, good, it's a good book. It's okay. going to be a good movie. And it's all about virtual reality. And people like live in virtual reality. And they have sex in it. And the, and the suits they wear, you're right. It was like a, p- a part for your dick. Because <laughs> at some point, like, virtual reality is fun, but you got to be jerking off. Yeah. And then you also want to be using your hand stuff. Because when you do virtual reality, like, the other day I was in San Francisco and I did, like, I actually wore, like, the real hardcore one. Mm-hmm. It's nuts. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, I, you can't, your brain is so smart, but so stupid. And after being in that thing for a couple minutes, you feel like you're there. Like, it's bonkers. That's crazy. So it's coming. So, yeah, so you're holding your two hands, though. What's going to be working your dick? <laughs> like, as a guy, I'm supposed to be, like, jerking off with one hand and then using, like, the controller <laughs> with my other. Or as a gal, like, I guess a woman. Oh, my gosh. Okay. That's something else about the, <laughs> the, the, call, the call girl, cam girl thing. Okay. A lot of them have these special vibrators that are connected to the site. So if you tip a certain amount 
and then send it to that, she'll get like a buzz on her panties or her vibrator that's like, you're the one hitting that. Like what? you're, yes. Okay, wait, what? Yes. <laughs> so it's activated by tipping them. Right. And yeah. it, like it speeds up or something like that? Something like that. I, I got to look into it. This is crazy. Okay, we need to use some of our Patreon money to do some research. <laughs> I know, right? I, we really should. <laughs> we really should. So either way, the the guy version of it, look, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Um, and it's not even out. Yeah. It's not real. So I'll hit them up. Maybe they'll send us one for free and we can get some of that data. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you uh, handle that one. I don't <laughs> think we should share that one. No? Nah, I'm good. <laughs> oh, you mean, okay, like, I'll, I'll clean it off. <laughs> Real good. If it's dishwasher safe, maybe, maybe we'll take <laughs> a first spin. I mean, I don't even think I would wear your own, your Fitbit after <laughs> yeah. a few times, because yeah. it would get gross. Yeah. Um, but let me get you my retainer, though, <laughs> that nasty retainer. Please do. You know, when I go to the dentist, I bring it, and they put it through, like, the supersonic cleaning thing, and I clean it every night. I scrub it. Yeah. With a special toothbrush. Are they, like, so proud of you that you still have it? They're probably like, oh, my God, this fucking weirdo still has this retainer. And I just like, I don't know. They're not cheap. I don't have uh, Perry or what's uh, the orthodontist insurance. Did you like sign something like after you got your retainer that was like, I will never let this part like I don't <laughs> till death to his part. I will never let you go. I think it's a, it's a window into my soul. That's so that like, I can be straight as an arrow about some things. And one of them is that goddamn retainer. <laughs> Betty, half the half the popularity of the podcast is that I force us to do this every week. <laughs> like our work ethic is unrivaled. Yeah. I mean that sheer fact alone I think makes people like the show and appreciate it. Because <laughs> we put in the hustle. Here we are, dog. Straight hustling. Hustling. So whatever. Icon is what it's called. Okay. Um, which is kind of a dumb name too. Yeah. For because uh, like condom. But icon, what's, what I mean again, it's dumb. It's, it's not gonna, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, but I'll wear it. I don't see it being very popular. Or what if, let's say, I wear it and I have it, and then I'm, I cheat on my wife, and she has access to it all, and she'd be like, wait a second, wait a second, and she's like putting two and two together, <laughs> and she's like, wait, on the night of that night, he wasn't here, and look at all this data. His girth was huge. <laughs> and then you might know like, oh, okay, wait, the pumps are like 300 pumps. He was jerking off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what if it was super like, fast, super fast. <laughs> oh, and he was hard for, you know, 35 minutes. Okay. Uh, he was jerking off. But if, what if it was like, you know, 13 pumps, 25 seconds <laughs> on that night? I mean, I think it ruins some relationships. <laughs> You'd have to come up with some cockamamie story like, uh, I was jerking off in the car. Wait, so you're jerking off in the car? Like, oh yeah, like you tell a lie. Oh, even worse, like another bad lie. Do you think that's worse? If your wife believed you that you were jerking off in the car, would you roll with that, or would you would you be like, no, I was cheating? And she'd be like, okay, thank you. Yeah. At least it was with someone else. So you're not a you're not a pervert. You're just a piece of shit. <laughs> oh boy, no, I'm not doing any of that. So I'm not getting the icon reviews. Mm -hmm. I asked on last week's show for people to send us in a review if they never have, and we did get a bunch. Nice. So, yeah, thank you. If you go to iTunes or any of those things, just search for Save for the Show. And one review I want to read. Okay. Okay. And here it is. I hate podcasts. I love this one. Five stars. He goes on to say, Save for the Show is the everyman's podcast. This isn't a couple of nerds talking about iPhones or paleo diets, which is 99% of podcasts. It's two extremely likable dudes talking about the mundane to weird and normal life. Impossible to hate and impossible to not subscribe. <laughs> nice. Put that on a cereal box. Yeah. And you know who wrote that? Who? Mike Bodge. Oh, wow. Who likes to act so cool. <laughs> like he doesn't like the show. Like him and I aren't even real friends. <laughs> Even though, you know, we text each other all the time and he wrote the nicest review. Nice. Thanks, Mike. I have friends like that. Do you have friends like that where you feel like they can't be serious no matter what? Yeah, like definitely. You, I feel like with Mike and, and other friends, I'm like, just be like he, His wife could die and he might try to make like a joke about it. Because <laughs> I think that's how I'm that way too. Like, I want to make jokes about everything. That's how I handle with stress yeah. mm -hmm. or being nervous. And that's what he'd probably do. <laughs> so he was very genuine, which is very un-Mike. So I appreciate that. Putting you, I'm putting you on blast, dog. Yeah, definitely. So anyone else out there, if you want to send us in a review, 
Uh, it's much, much appreciated. Something else people can do is we do have a Patreon. We do. And I've been bad about telling, I mean, these people give us money. They don't have to. No. It's so nice and so cool of them to do. Um, I bought business cards for the show that we're handing out. Um, I'm going to pay like some animators to do some weird things. <laughs> this could be a flop or it could be funny. I don't know. But we've got some money to play around with after like hosting and you mm-hmm. know stuff like that. So I want to say thank you to these people for giving us the opportunity to. And any of these goofy things that we do do, I like to show them first. Mm-hmm. So this is not my pitch. This is not my like sign up. <laughs> Don't give us any money either. Mm-hmm. Like Eddie and I have real jobs. Like the money just goes to the show. Yeah. Like I, I'd love to say that we are sitting on a t-shirt empire <laughs> or something. <laughs> Passive income. You know, is the name of my game, but this is very active yes. for us. And there's no money there. So anyhow, um, I do want to say thanks to uh, Mike, Paul, Paul from Roanoke. Back in that ass. Yeah. I uh, haven't heard from him in a while. No, man. Miss his voice. Yeah, we could use a Paul from Roanoke. He sends me emails. Oh, okay. But no VMs. So That's, that's you know. disappointing, Paul. Get on that, please. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Paul to get your shit together. Uh, let's see. We got Nick, Seb. Um, who's this guy? Christopher, Alex, Mike, uh, Lori, Brian. Uh, Sleep With Me podcast. Oh, nice. Which, yeah, you got to go check him out. He just got picked up on Feral. Which oh, is wow. like a pretty dope podcasting network. Yeah. I'm super proud of him. This is to me like a guy who did it. Yeah, that's really cool. He, yeah, sleepwithmepodcast.com. It's like an ASMR thing. I've talked about it before. And he was just a dude. He started it. And now he's doing it for a living. It's awesome, man. And he's not some douchebag funtrepreneur, entrepreneur on fire, <laughs> or like fake person who makes money off telling other people how to make money. Yeah. Like, no, like he's, he's a real guy doing something cool. So, and he supports our show. That's so good. Which he doesn't have to do. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, moving on. Uh, it's huge. Got, it's huge. <laughs> Brian and Catherine, uh, Shane, let's see, Riley, Haley, Milan, Lisa, Dylan, and Vix. So yeah, thanks a lot guys. Uh, really appreciate it. Definitely. Patreon.com slash sift show. If you want to be a part of it too, buddy, the show's over. Oh wow, man! What? I don't know. No questions. <laughs> We're not doing questions this week, man. Let's just get to real treat, and we'll call it a night. It's that time again. Come on. If it's Bailey's in your coffee, on beating your meat. Come on, Dan and Eddie, tell me what's a real treat. All right, Eddie, what's your real treat this week? So this might go against uh, Mike Bodge's review of <laughs> us. Uh, not being nerds, but it's yeah. a video game. <laughs> nice. A uh, new video game called Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I uh, downloaded it, and it's fucking awesome. It's I heard a it was great. great. Game. Yeah, and it's, it's awesome because I can play it and my girls can watch. Yeah. Because it's not, like, ultra-violent, like, realistic stuff. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, you're fighting, like, robotic animals and dinosaurs. Yeah. And they fucking love it. And they even like play like they love running around cuz it's an open world game. Right. And it's a strong female character. Love that. So, and the story's great. It looks amazing. Yeah, is um, it a one player game? Yeah, it's a one player game. Uh, see, I love when they can just do that. Yeah. Fuck multiplayer. Yeah, totally. I want to play at my own pace, just focus on that. I don't want to play Call of Duty. Yeah. I love that a game like that does that and is popular. That's like The Witcher is mm-hmm. just like that. Yeah. There's no there's zero multiplayer. And the joy you get from the game is not from beating other people, it's from beating the game. Yeah. And that's a great feeling. Definitely. So I feel like games like that were hurting for a minute. But right now and maybe it's also because people growing up who are playing video games are guys that are our age mm-hmm. and that's what we want. Um, just like how they like all of a sudden R-rated comic book movies are making money. Yeah. Well, no shit. <laughs> no shit. Like, but back in the day, it felt like getting an R rating was like a kiss of death. Mm-hmm. But the other thing, too, is people are taking their kids hella younger to R movies. Oh, yeah. Too. I mean, like, if you're, like, 12 and it's, like, Deadpool. Yeah. I mean, they've seen worse on TV. Yeah. They might say fuck. My kids have said fuck. Today, my son mispronounced fuchsia and said fuchsia. And he was just like, oh. <laughs> and then that was it. It wasn't like, oh shit. Like yeah. if he sees the F word on TV, it's not a big deal. Uh, like going off of that, um, do you remember that time I like I watched your kids after work? You and Nicole went out. Yeah. And Kristen had to go do something. Yeah. Um, I forgot to tell you guys, but Evan said shit. 
Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't like call him out on it. Cause he was telling me uh, about like a movie they were watching. He's like, Oh right. Eddie, like this happened. And he, and I was like, Oh shit. But he didn't like even realize right. he said it and I didn't acknowledge that he said it. So it just like went cool. Like, went uncle. By. Yeah. And I was just, and I meant to tell you guys, I totally forgot. I'm going to beat him. <laughs> I was hoping you would. That smart mouth. <laughs> Snapchat. That piece shit. of shit. Where does he get it from? Yeah. And I never curse in front of my kids. Yeah. Ever. And not because I don't want to or because I'm not afraid to. Like the other day, my wife was angry at them and said something like ass. Mm-hmm. And they're like, whoa. Like they knew <laughs> like things were real. Yeah. Like, mom is piast. So anyhow, men are getting older. Women are getting older. They like a more complicated movie. Mm-hmm. And Logan is just making money hand over fist. Yeah. I really want to see that movie. Yeah. So I think we're going to see a wave of rated R comic book movies every movie's a comic book movie anyways yeah if every movie wasn't rated r we'd be getting like nothing gritty and raw and just mm-hmm. look at tv every show on tv is disgusting <laughs> the most watched show on tv shows people being ripped apart yeah <laughs> eaten uh they're they're smashing people over the head with baseball bats like this is where we're at <laughs> as a society our president's insane and our most popular show is disgusting <laughs> So, yes, of course, movies and video games where you can do that, too, are popular. Yeah. But The Witcher is violent. Like, I want to play with my kids sometimes, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, fuck me. <laughs> like, they're, they're cursing a lot. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. And that's a different story. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want my kids to be desensitized yeah. to it because they hear it so much. I just don't want it to have that much power yeah. around them. And then you're, like, slicing people in half and just cutting off their heads. <laughs> There's real sex in the game nice. where you're like fucking and you see their boobs they're not ready to see that shit <laughs> at all but yeah your game with metal dinosaurs and stuff like that that's, yeah that's right up their alley and that's one of the biggest reasons i got it like number one it got great ratings and it looks awesome but mm-hmm. number two i wanted something that i can play while they were around because all right. any other game i have it's you know grand theft auto or, right. or battlefield where it's just super violent and mm-hmm. yeah so, this is fun i feel like i'm you five years ago or something yeah like when your kids get old enough to where you can play video games with them there is sort of a i don't know orientation Mm -hmm. that you give your kids and and what i did which you would probably like to do too is i hacked an old wii Mm -hmm. and i made them play you know mario and ghosts and goblins and kid icarus and all those games that were just Mm re-released on the mini nintendo yeah i had them play like the real version and they hated them (laughs) <laughs> they fucking hated all of them yeah because they're brutally hard and they were too young yeah that's the other thing and they were just too young but now that they get older they like games that are punishingly difficult and then they start to like this stuff anyways <laughs> anyways nerdcast you caught your boy uh tangent here <laughs> about video games we you know we should have pivoted two years ago <laughs> and done like a filthy video game podcast yeah well we, uh, there's got to be a ton of those man but they're probably not very funny that's true like our show's fucking funny and it has no point <laughs> like imagine if it had a point <laughs> if we had a fucking arrow or yeah. a goal it'd probably be the number one podcast yeah which is funny enough my real treat is a podcast and it's <laughs> nice like nice segue thank you and it's like everyone who's talking about it it's this richard simmons podcast have you heard about this i have yeah download it tomorrow (laughs) okay so it's called missing richard simmons and i feel like it's it's hit critical mass like you listen to podcasts you at home Mm -hmm. you're listening to one right now so when you go to itunes or go to whatever you've probably already listened to it or are but if you're not start it okay because it's like serial all over again (laughs) where it's compelling and the music's great and the editing's cool and it's raw and it's also not all already out, mm-hmm. so you have to wait every week. Oh, okay. And like any good podcast, that's fine. Everyone waits every week for ours, but you're not waiting on my every word to see next week yeah. if Eddie and I are going to be alive. <laughs> Maybe that's our new thing. <laughs> Maybe next week one of us will be dead. Okay. Tune in to find out. <laughs> <laughs> will they talk about dicks? Oh, who knows? <laughs> uh, maybe they'll be clean this episode. <laughs> but this it's so fascinating. And Richard Simmons... Like, just like any good story, it gives, like, a background on him. Mm -hmm. Man, that guy's done some shit. He's not just, like, a a joke Mm -hmm. that goes on Howard Stern and David Letterman. Like, he means so much to so many people. And he has made so much money. Mm -hmm. So much money. And then, like, three years ago, he didn't just say goodbye. He didn't retire. He literally disappeared. Like, he didn't... 
he was gone. No one, no one has seen his face in three years. Still, still. I thought they. Okay, wow, I didn't know that. Or two years or so. It's a long time, Eddie. Yeah, it's a long time. And the craziest thing is, he still tweets. You know, he's still on Facebook, but he'll post appropriate videos like Happy New Year, and it's some three-year-old video. And it's just there's weirdness Crazy. surrounding it. And the podcast really goes into it. And then every week, you want to know more. You're like, oh, shit. They're doing a really good job of leading you on. They kind of make you think that his maid has him, like, held hostage. So it's kind of creating a little bit of drama. Okay. <laughs> All I'm saying is get on it. You don't want to be this idiot who, like, listened to Serial two years after it came out. Yeah. And you come to someone, you're like, hey, can we talk about Adnan? You're like, no. I talked my ass off about Adnan. I thought about Serial nonstop. You missed the boat. Yeah. I do not want to talk to you about cereal. <laughs> Find somebody else. So don't be that guy who listens to this podcast a year from now and want to talk about Richard Simmons. Everyone's like, no, that was too much, man. It was so emotional. I already did this once, bro. Not doing this with you again. So yeah, get in on it. Yeah, I need to check that out. They're also sponsored by Squarespace. But if you listen to that show, use offer code SAVEIT <laughs> and you get 10% off. There you go. That's some free earned media for Squarespace <laughs> right there. So yeah, that's my real treat. Nice. All right, dude. Let's end the show. So yeah, shout out to Amanda Hug and Kiss and also to Dylan from Dead Inside Show. The two of them were goofing around and were working on these joke clips. Mm -hmm. And I think they're going to be funny. Um, Mike, too, you know, who hates the show so much. I was texting with him and he's like, yeah, you should make them like little tasty videos. So that's my, my goal right now <laughs> that we're working on. Nice. Is trying to take these little tiny clips from the show and make little bite size. I've been in meetings where people call it snackable content. Yes. <laughs> Can we make some snackable content? I want to strangle somebody <laughs> when they say that. That is not real. So we're making some though. <laughs> and yeah, well, uh, so shout out to those guys for their help. We'll, we'll get that stuff up soon. soon. And otherwise, so for this week, we're ending the show on episode 169. Um, check my butt, I think is what uh, Amanda <laughs> Hug and Kiss titled this uh, track. And uh, Interstellar Toilet Paper is the name of the song by Waylon Thornton and the Heavy Hands. <laughs> so there goes that. All right. Otherwise, this has been episode 232 of Save for the Show with Dan and Eddie. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. See you. I used to fucking use toilet paper like it was going out of style. Man. Oh, yeah. I would just fucking, like half the roll on my hand. I know. Wipe my ass. Why not? Like a fucking king. We have like butt wipes, you know, and sometimes my kids will use two or three at once. First of all, I say to them, dude, your butts aren't that shitty. Like, what's wrong with you? Because they won't do like, do you have any of these wipes at your house to use yes. these special wipes? Yeah. They're the, I don't, I cannot imagine a world <laughs> without them. I never will. That would be hell. That's another reason I know there's hell. There's dogs and no flushable butt wipes. So anyhow, but you use the normal toilet paper first. Yeah. That's the first line of defense. You use that to get the big stuff. And then the wipe is supposed to be the finishing move. You know, the ass fatality. And so sometimes I'll, I'll see my kids because I watch them. I watch them shit just, you know, constantly. You got clear toilets. <laughs> just, I just watch. Kneel down and watch. And Or I have like the webcam, the poop cam. No, listen, if anyone has kids, you know the deal. Like they're screaming at you like, dad, dad. Yeah. And they're like, or sometimes they'll say like, can you check my butt? Yeah. Because they just want to make sure it's clean. <laughs> and, I, and I understand that. But then I look in the toilet because that's another weird thing I think dads do. Like I look at their shit. Yeah. <laughs> just to like make sure it's not white. <laughs> Or pink or yeah. bloody. Like you kinda of give it a shit check. And I don't think that's weird. Yeah. You know? I don't look at my wife's shits unless she asks me to. No. Um, but sometimes I, I'll see that and they'll have like a huge shit, the kids. Yeah. And I say like, Whoa, buddy. Yes. That huge shit was huge. It was like a Coke can. Yeah. Came out of your ass. My three year old daughter, I swear to God, shit's like a grown fucking man, dude. Like she her logs are so big, I'm like jealous of them, man. No. I don't and she has clean breaks all oh. the fucking time, man. You know, grown ups just don't get the clean break like we used to. Yeah. It's just years of garbage <laughs> that are in our bellies. The other day she was trying to poop and it, she was having a really hard time mm -hmm. and she was like almost crying because oh. like, I guess it hurt. Yeah. And she's like, maybe you should cheer for me. <laughs> so I'm just standing there cheering for her. Right. Like, go poop. You can do it. That's funny. Yeah. And she did it. So good it for her. <laughs> but you're right. Like a lot of times I would joke that I felt like my kids had a, a Stargate 
or like a warp <laughs> zone at their anus. Yeah. And when a truck driver in Kentucky was shitting, it was coming out of their ass <laughs> in a weird way. Because that's what warp zone technology should be used for. But it's true. These little kids take a huge shit. Yeah, that's crazy. Or is it like Arnold Schwarzenegger would say that his dick looked small because his muscles <laughs> were around it? So yeah. maybe these kids, it's an optical illusion. <laughs> their shits really aren't that big. They're just butts. Are really small. <laughs> There's a meat swing. Do not go to meatswing.com. You know what that one is? It's like two dudes butt fucking, like reverse cowgirl style. And the one guy sit on top. The guy's dick is huge. And there's another dick inside his ass. And his dick is just flopping around like a helicopter blade. You've never seen this website? Oh, it's classic. It's like a lemon party. Lemon party, okay. Or goatsy. It's seriously up there with that. And it counts how many times his dick <laughs> swings around. And it says, you watch this dick swing around. One, two, three. Because you're mesmerized. Real and raw, son.